I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, and welcome to another episode of All by the Popcorn. I'm Emily. And I'm Alessandra. And today we have, finally... We have for you our 2023 Oscar predictions. Yes, I'm so excited. And as you all know, we uh, didn't do the best job this year at uh, watching all the movies. There was just too many things that were not super available to us. And also Emily's in Buffalo. We've been planning a lot of stuff. You know, it it was just kind of a really um, hard year for us to watch everything. Maybe next year uh, we'll be able to to really get it. Um, All the short films and everything like that. So don't expect the last couple of years when we were in quarantine to be the exact way it's going to be forever. (laughs) (laughs) We had a lot of time in quarantine to just sit and watch movies and and spend money. Don't, Don't have that. Don't have that option so much this year. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we did our best with what we could. We ended up we ended up spending quite a bit on renting and and buying movies. I had to buy a movie. Yeah. In order to 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 get to where we are today. Um so definitely some some choices some choices were made. Um but yes, we are here. Do we just want to dive right in? Let's do we it. Start from the bottom, right? Yeah, the bottom with the best film editing. Um, All right. So again, we're going to do what we want to win and what we think will win. That's kind of the the concept. So Emily, if you looked over these thoroughly, I I'll read them. <laughs> so we got. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say it. I, I was I it was shoddy business watching these movies. It was shoddy business me picking this year. So <laughs> yeah, I'm doing my best today. I'm doing my best. Okay, um, but I, I have I have some guesses. So the best film editing above. nominees are <laughs> The Banshees of Inna Sharon, Elvis, Everything Everywhere All at Once, Tar, and Top Gun Maverick. So I chose that I, surprise, surprise, want Top Gun Maverick to win because I had to pick it for something. Mm. And I feel like the editing was a really big plus of that movie. And um, I want it to win. But I do think that Everything Everywhere All at Once is going to win. Um it had really good editing, so. Yeah, for me, I was kind of between uh, Elvis, Everything Everywhere All at Once, and Top Gun. I ended up going with I do think Everything Everywhere All at Once will win. Um, and I do want it to win because I'm rooting it for everything this year. But um, I would also really like Top Gun to win because I want Top Gun to win something. It's I don't think it's going to win Best Picture. But uh, yeah, it uh, I'd like it to win something because, you know, that place, that movie has has a wonderful place in our hearts. <laughs> it sure does. Man, I love that movie. Yeah. It's so good. I need to watch it again. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, all right. Um, next up after that, we have Best Documentary sor- Short Subject. Um, and the nominees are The Elephant Whisperers, Halout, Halout, 
Think haul out. Um, haul out. How do you measure a year? The Martha Mitchell effect and Stranger at the Gate. Um, I did not get a chance to watch any of these, so I played a little game called Eeny, Meeny, Miny, Mo. <laughs> and, uh, and I chose the Elephant Whisperers to win. I chose How Do You Measure a Year? Just because nice. of the name. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure all of these are really interesting, and I hope to one day watch them. Um, as we've talked in the past, the short subjects, especially the documentary ones, can be some of the most insightful and most incredible films you'll ever see. So I highly recommend watching them. They are just, I, I think about the ones that we have watched in the past and gosh, it, it just makes me so happy and emotional that we watch them. So um, definitely yeah, suggest. There, there, there have been some great ones. Yeah. So they're always, they're always really good to watch. Okay. Um, then we've got best documentary feature. We've got All That Breathes, All the Beauty in the Bloodshed, Fire of Love, A House Made of Splinters, and Navalny. And um, I only watched one of these movies, so I guess that's the one I want to win, which is Fire of Love. And it was because it was on Disney+. Plus. <laughs> so, Yes, uh, three of the others. Yes, Fire of Love was on Disney+. Plus. Three of the others, uh, All That Breeds, All the Beauty in the Bloodshed, which I, I was trying to find on HBO Max. I don't think it's actually on there, even though one of the... Instagram post said it was, um, and the novel novel need that was also on HBO. I tried to start the other ones, but I just ran out of time. Um, but yeah, I'm going with fire of love. That's the only one I actually watched all the way through. Yeah. So that we haven't actually gotten to talk about that. Um, wasn't it an incredible documentary? It was so interesting and beautiful. I loved it. It really was. I loved, like, I loved learning about the volcanoes like volcanoes are is not something like are not something that i think about yeah. on the daily and these just made them so cool to like watch and learn about and i can definitely see why these these two these two um vol volcanologists were just obsessed with them because yeah. they're just they have their own temperaments they have their own personalities like these volcanoes mm -hmm. are just like living destructive beings like it's it it's crazy it was very it was a very beautiful um documentary i really liked it a lot yeah it was emotional and really like 60s 70s-esque uh video and style and their little outfits when they're like you know standing next to the the like exploding volcanoes just like in these like oh yeah spaces. they're like silver suits yeah they're like, they're like metal suits <laughs> and the way they filmed everything it was like such a gold mine of footage and beauty that these this kind of doomed couple was uh like living their lives to just chase these highs of being next to a volcano constantly i mean it's just wild and the stories are crazy and the guy was like obsessed with going on a canoe down the river of lava I I'm sad we didn't get to man. see that. <laughs> it was I'm, a I'm great like, documentary. Oh man! Oh gosh! This guy's gonna gonna canoe down a lava lava river. Oh, oh no. no! Like I was just. Oh gosh! I just kept I just kept going. Oh no! With you, like the whole thing, I was like, oh goodness. And I guess the like you know it, it's not really a spoiler, but the really great comfort you have watching it is that this this couple who grew up in like the same town who were deeply in love with each other. Um, we're t both totally obsessed with volcanoes and 
they both died together um, because of a volcano. And it's just like all these, you know, you're kind of happy knowing that one of them didn't go before the other and they kind of just went together, you know, and it's like a really weird way of of looking at it. But I highly suggest putting it on. It's it's emotional, but not too emotional. I think it's quite beautiful and, and elegant. So um, maybe it'll win. I have no idea. I'm sure the other documentaries are amazing. So... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we will not know unless we watch them after the fact on HBO Max, which maybe, I mean, if, yeah. I, I'm all for watching documentaries um, if the subject matter is, is interesting to me. But even then, like, I'm like, oh, I don't feel like this subject matter would be interesting. But then they end up making it very interesting. Oh, that, that Romanian Actually, one got me, man. I, I was like burned for life after that, pun intended. Like, truly, like, that one really was the most shocking thing oh, i've yeah. ever seen in my life <laughs> like it was so yeah. crazy my friend at work did say that a uh, novelty was was really interesting mm. about the um assassination attempt or something uh, on on someone yeah oh that's interesting okay. that one was pretty interesting apparently so i might look into that one i started all that breathes um and it was interesting it was a lot of b-roll it was very pretty mm -hmm. um just lots of lots of shots of birds um birds really yeah so all that breathes is about these two guys in india who who go around trying to save this or try to uh heal this like specific type of bird called the kite or something like oh, a kite birds um i love birds yeah, birds. yeah Alexander, i know birds <laughs> i got a a birds of boston book this week Oh, you sure did. Yeah, because I, did. I, I remember live you showing in like that. a perch and i can see all the birds outside i saw cardinal this week Oh wow! Yeah, you should really, uh, you should really talk talk to Raymond about your bird watching because he also does that. <laughs> it's gonna be part of my personality now. Oh goodness, please! I'd love that. Um, all right. Next up, we have best visual effects. So we have All Quiet on the Western Front, Avatar: The Way of the Water, The Batman, Black Panther: Wakanda Forever, and Top Gun: Maverick. And uh, I chose that Avatar will win this one. Yeah, I want Avatar to win, and I think it will also win. It, it's it's not that it's, like, miles above the other ones, but it kind of is. <laughs> you know, like, if you're really thinking about... Because the entire movie is, like, visual effects. <laughs> yeah, like, and it is, it is really remarkable. And uh, as we talked about in the Avatar podcast. For sure. And uh, honestly, I mean, I'd be happy if any of these movies won. Same. Um, yeah. They all had some really great visual effects, but yeah, I just, I'll be happy if Avatar wins too, because I think this is the only one I truly have thinking that Avatar will win. Yeah, same. Um, okay, then we have Best Cinematography, and the nominees are All Quiet on the Western Front for James Friend, Bardo, False Chronicle, and A Handful of Truths for Darius Kanji, Elvis for Mandy Walker, Empire of Light, Roger Deakins, and Tar, Florian Hoffmeister. I um, have seen all of these except for Bardo. I did not thumb through it. I'm sorry. And neither did I. Um, but what did you pick? I actually picked um, that I want All Quiet on the Western Front to win, and I, I hope it does win. Ah, okay. I was just highlighted, so I hadn't I hadn't highlighted this one yet. Yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you, my 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 theories are shoddy. Um. But uh, like I didn't even get to all of them. But I'm making, I'm choosing right now. 
Um, and before you said All Quiet, I was highlighting All Quiet because I think I think it was between this one and I was waiting because I was going to try and thumb through Bardo to just kind of get a look-see because I'd seen everything else. But I think All Quiet's going to win. It was it was a gorgeous, gorgeous film. Completely. I did like the cinematography in Empire of Light as well. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I thought it was very pretty. Yeah, in the but, um, but oh my god, all quiet on the Western Front. The oh, lighting was, so was really beautiful in Empire of Light as well. Um, and we yeah. actually haven't talked about it. So this is what happened to me watching this movie. So I put it on yesterday. I was yeah. like, oh, I'm gonna put this movie on, you know, while I watch, you know, while I do some work or whatever. Um, I got about like a half an hour in, and I was like, I don't like this movie. I don't. I don't want to keep watching it. <laughs> And so I kind of just like thumbed through it and kind of played and, you know, and I watched like certain scenes and then I would keep going and then I play, you know, and I saw the cinematography, which is what I was watching this for. And I concluded that this movie is bad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Sam Mendes. It was so boring. Uh-huh. Like what, dude? What? It was, I was able to watch the whole thing. Um, I didn't love it. I didn't hate it. I thought parts of it were a little, were a little, like, I felt like it was doing a bit too much. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it was both heavy handed and boring at the same time. Like what? Yeah. Yeah. I wasn't, yeah. I wasn't quite sure what all it was trying to do. Cause it was, it was touching on a lot of things and I was like, Okay. Like I, I was just like, pick one. Like you're just you're you're doing you're doing a lot. You're doing the most right now. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But yeah, it was pretty. It was pretty. <laughs> you know, you know the set design, the costume, the makeup, all that was fantastic. Um, the cinematography, I just the screenplay was just, ugh, it was like grating to me. <sighs> I'm serious. I like literally. And I'm not the only one who thought this. I think it didn't get a very high meta score. It's just, mm-hmm. it was just like, dude, what is this movie even about? Like, why do you keep throwing this filmmaking stuff in there? Like, it's important to you. Like, it's not. Like, what the fuck? Like, there's just too many, like, really somber performances in one movie. And, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And the people don't like, feel I, real I, I kinda, because of I that. I kind of liked that it was bringing in, like, the the movie. Like, I really liked when he was learning how to run the projector and stuff because yeah. he seemed really like it. But then it was just like... Yeah, but it's no Chino was, Paradiso. You know, like, what What do you... What? <laughs> where's the energy? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, not it, too much energy like Babylon because that was too much. <laughs> that was too much. That was too much energy. Yeah. Um, yeah it was... It was a little bit of a mess. Yeah. As as the people say in that. Anyway, okay, um I'm sure Bardo is is beautiful and um it's also an Inuritu movie. So, um Oh. Mm-hmm. All right, next up here we've got best production design. We've got All Quiet on the Western Front, Avatar the Way of the Water, Babylon, Elvis, and The Fablemans. Mm. Yeah, so I do you want to hear what I what I thought or do you want to pick first? Wait, let me pick. Oh, okay, I'm I haven't picked for, I haven't picked for this one. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> oh god. Okay. Um oh shit. This is a really hard one. And especially with all and these I, I, like, categories. I like nothing about production design. I just like, okay, did it have a cool set? Like I'm like, cool, sure, yeah. 
Yeah. I kind of, I got, like, I feel like it's between, oh God, like I, I want to say Babylon. Like Babylon had yeah. really awesome sets. It sure did. Like, like, yeah. like really cool, like really cool sets. Are you, are you picking that? <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Why not? I, I haven't picked a thing for Babylon. Why not? Um, so I said I want Elvis to win because I thought that the production design was fantastic in Elvis and there was so Mm -hmm. many locations and so many, like, it was, you know, it's over the top and that's what I really like about it. Um, but I actually think that All Quiet is going to win this one because, Mm. again, it's kind of a darling of the nominees and it's an incredible movie and the set design was really good. And I just feel like maybe compared to all these other really bright and vibrant things that they're just going to go with something that's like, oh, who made the best trench? You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, it was a pretty good trench. <laughs> I'm going I'm to tell you that right now with all my experience on trenches. It was, it's a good trench. No, I mean, it could be any of these, honestly. It could be Avatar as well. Like, And we saw that, that Very little true. featurette on Avatar, I think, or something about that as we talked in our episode on Avatar that... I mean, everything is created in, in its in its own way. Like, if it's it's not all CG, and especially the sets. So, um, and even if it is, somebody had to design it, and it's incredible. Um, with all those little huts on the water, so very cool. Of course, yeah. Um, so next we got best makeup and hairstyling. The nominees are All Quiet on the Western Front, The Batman, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. Elvis and the Whale. Did you pick this one yet, Emily? I did. I picked that I think the Whale is going to win. I didn't really pick which one I thought, like, I, I wanted to win. Um, except, except for Best Picture, I like I, I picked which one I would want to win. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but I chose the Whale because um, I think it will win. But, I mean, I would love batman to win or uh, or elvis or i, I think I, or elvis would win that'd be cool yeah i said i or want Black elvis Panther, to win because i think that the makeup was just incredible um the transformation of all the characters in that were really fun um but i also picked that i think the whale is gonna win and you know i don't know what that says about our culture that maybe the whale will win for somebody who's really you know that they made a very good fat suit but um it is what it is. I just think that that's what they're going to pick. I also saw a, uh, a little, you know, Instagram ad about it recently because, you know, they were pushing a lot of the stuff up until yesterday because that's when all of the um, people had time to vote until. So, they oh, were, I see. They were really pushing all this like background stuff, you know, like um, discussions about people's performances and things like that. So, I, I don't know. I think that that's, if anything, that the whale is going to win that. Um, yeah, probably. Okay. And then uh, next we've got Best International Feature Film. We've got All Quiet on the Western Front from Germany, Argentina 1985 from Argentina, Close from Belgium, EO from Poland, and The Quiet Girl from Ireland. Um, mm-hmm. I put that I think All Quiet on the Western Front will win uh, just because this was a really hard category to watch all the movies from. I did start Argentina in 1985 and I am really liking it, so mm-hmm. I'm going to finish it. Um, 
But again, I'll call the Western Front was just so good. I think it's going to win. Yeah, I also agree. I heard also that the EO about the um, the donkey is also good. So I kind of want to watch that. One. that. Um, and there was another movie that came out in the 60s called uh, Al-Hazard Balthazar about a, a donkey that I watched when I was in film school. And I I hope that it kind of has a similar maybe it's something similar to that. I don't know. It was like a kind of Jesus figure donkey as the main character. Um, (laughs) yeah. And he was kind of just like around doing things, being the butt of every joke kind of thing. And, um, Oh, okay. Yeah. So maybe that is what it's like. I truly have no idea. But yeah, I, I think All Quiet is going to win. I mean, obviously, just referenced by all the other things that's nominated for, it is the best um, for a lot of things. So it, yeah, it was a very good movie. Netflix. Netflix. <laughs> okay. You're going to do a best original song? <laughs> okay, yeah. So... The best original songs nominees are Applause from Tell It Like a Woman, a Woman, Hold My Hand from Top Gun Maverick, Lift Me Up from Black Panther Wakanda Forever, Not To Not To from RRR, and This Is A Life from Everything Everywhere All At Once. Um, and I actually put that, I want Hold My Hand from Top Gun Maverick to win, and I hope it does win. I think it will win. I... I'm going to go for not to not to only for purely um, chaotic reasons. Uh, Cause one, I really wanted to watch RR like really bad. I think it's still on Netflix mm-hmm. and I really wanted to watch it. Um, and knowing like knowing um, like Indian movies, I'm sure this is a really fun song yeah. unless it's a really, unless it's a really sad song. I don't know, but they're usually very fun songs. And I really, I wanted to try and listen to all of these before we talked about these today. Like at least listen to them. Like even mm-hmm. if I don't know the context of like what they're from, but I'm just going to go with Nacho Nacho because I'm sure it's, it's a great song. And um, I also really want to watch RRR. So I will definitely be looking forward to watching that later on. I think about the white tiger a lot. That other movie that we watched last year that was nominated for best screenplay. It was a two years ago. That movie was like, a very like I had never seen India in that way before and I feel like that movie just unveiled something for me and I like saw India for for so much more than I had even ever thought you know and like and that's makes me want to watch more more Indian movies (laughs) more Bollywood yeah 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 Definitely, I need I need to make an effort to watch more of those because they are the the musical numbers are usually all very good. Like mm-hmm. it's it's and they're usually like beautiful cinematography. Like I don't know what <laughs> fucking ultra HD they use for their movies, uh-huh. but like they're always just so clear and like pretty and like it's it's crazy. Um, I definitely need to watch more. All right, next up we've got. Best animated film. We've got Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio, Marcel the Shell with Shoes On, Puss in Boots, The Last Wish, The Sea Beast, and Turning Red. And uh, I chose that I think Marcel the Shell with Shoes On is going to win. And I want it to win. Oh my God, I love that. I love that pick. I actually want Turning Red to win, and I think it's going to win. 
But, you know, you might be right about mm. Marcel. Gosh. I just thought well, Turning it's, it's Red Disney. was Disney. Turning really Red's probably going to win. Oh. It was really good. I was really excited to see it in this lineup. And we'll talk about the snubs because there is actually a lot of animated movies that came out this year that were definitely um, within this realm of best animated feature. Um, so we'll get to it. But I just, you know, you can go back and listen to our Turning Red. We actually have an episode about every single one of these movies. So go check it out. <laughs> go check it out. We talked about all of these. We love watching and talking about animated movies. Yeah. Um, so the best animated short film. Um, I only watched one of these, unfortunately. But um, the boy, the fox, the boy, the mole, the fox and the horse, the flying sailor, ice merchants, my year of dicks, and ostrich told me the world's fake and I think I believe it. So again, I didn't see all of these. I just watched the boy, the mole, and the fox and the horse. And that was like... Um, emotional. So I want that to win, and I think it will win. <laughs> so, wow, what a coincidence. Same thing with me. I only watched that one, and and I think I watched this before Alessandra, and I had met me like, have fun watching this. It almost made me cry. Yeah. Um, It was just so sweet, and I loved the art. Like, I, I loved the, the animation. Like, it just was... It was just so cute, and I love. Did you look at the voice actors for this? No, I didn't. Who is it? They're they're fucking glares. There's so many Idris Elba, and oh my god, and the guy that plays Mr. Collins. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, some other guy who looked familiar, but I don't recall who he's where he's from. I think it's just those three. Well, it's also got this animation that's kind of like. Um, it reminds me of Winnie the Pooh. Yeah, it's got kind of brush stroke kind of thing going on. Yeah. It's, it's gorge. <laughs> you know, it's just... Oh, yes, I see Gabriel Byrne, Idris Elba, Tom Hollander. Very sweet. Um, and it is based off it's of Super cute. Yeah. It was just... Tom Hollander playing the mole, like, it was killing me. Like, I was like, oh, my God, you're so <laughs> cute. Go away. <laughs> And him yeah. and his, like, he just wanted some cake. And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> it was so cute. The, the little kid kind of reminded me of this kid in this podcasters that I listen to. Um, their son looks mm-hmm. just like this little kid. So I just thought it was Henry the whole time. <laughs> he was giving me real uh, Christopher Robin energy. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Sure. This whole, this whole thing was giving me Winnie the Pooh energy. <laughs> Um, yeah, so very cute. I'm sure the other ones are also incredible. Um, so if you have the ability to watch them, I would. <laughs> yes, for sure. All right, next up, we've got best live action short film. We've got An Irish Goodbye, Eva Lou, uh, Les Pupil, Night Ride, and The Red Suitcase. And uh, the only one that was immediately available to us was Les Pupil, mm-hmm. which is a uh, on Disney Plus. Yep. And uh, it was it was a very it was very fun and I yeah. obviously since that's the only one I saw um I'm doing that that I think that one will win. I didn't get a chance to watch it but I do know it's from Italy so I just picked that one. <laughs> and it's by Alfonso Cuarón so I saw that. That was really cool. Um so now yeah, we're going to get into the, some of the tough ones. Okay. Hope you have your picks Ooh. here. I'm so I think I do for most of them. All right. Uh, 
Well, okay. (laughs) Um, I'll have them by the time we get there. (laughs) Best original (laughs) screenplay. The Banshees of Sharon, Martin McDonough. Everything, Everywhere, All at Once, Daniel Kwan and Daniel Shiner. The Fablemans, Spielberg and Kushner. Tar, Todd Field, Triangle of Sadness, Ruben Ostland. So this one was a very hard one. I stared at it for quite a long time trying to figure out because I'm a big fan of Martin McDonough. I'm a big fan of Spielberg. I mean, Todd Field gave an incredible screenplay with Tar. And so did Ruben Oslin, but I think I'm going to go with I want everything everywhere all at once to to win, and I think it's going to win. And, it, and it's mostly just because of the incredible... Um, the, I actually just watched this movie last weekend again. I watched it when my brother came out, and it was mm. his very first time seeing it, and Danny's very first time seeing it, so I got to watch it once again... Um, after already seeing it like Paul eight months ago. It? Yeah, he had seen it. Um, it was like what? a year that we saw that movie. It was like so long ago. And it I know, was I need an... to rewatch it. I hope it ends up somewhere to watch. Yeah, I had to um, VPN it because it's available on UK Amazon Prime. So <laughs> I did that. Oh, goodness. <laughs> Give us some of that stuff, UK Amazon Prime, geez. <laughs> well, it was on, I think, but then it got changed to Showtime, and I was like, I'm not paying for that. So anyway, I figured Seven it Seven-day free trial, dude. Yeah, it was gonna do that, <laughs> and then I was like, this is so much bullshit. I'm just gonna VPN this. I pay for this VPN. Um, so anyway, I picked that one, and, and I really think that it is the most... Um, original thing i've ever seen in my life like it truly is so interesting and in eclectic and just creative everything about it just deserves praise so i'm just gonna say that one (laughs) i'm nodding my head aggressively at Alessandra right now, just so everyone knows what I'm doing. And uh, yes, I chose this one. I chose everything ever all at once as well, that I think it will win. And I want it to win, honestly. It's been a year since I watched it, but I remember it still has a lasting effect on me. Yeah, (laughs) that's really true. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host.
All right, next up, we've got Best Adapted Screenplay. So we've got All Quiet on the Western Front, screenplay by Edward Berger, Leslie Patterson, and Ian Stokel. Glass Onion and Knives Out Mystery, written by Rian Johnson. Ryan, sorry, Ryan. <laughs> Ryan Johnson. You and I'm Ryan. never going to say his name right. <laughs> Ryan Johnson. Um, Living, written by Kazo Ishiguro. And uh, Top Gun Maverick, screenplay by Aaron Kruger and Eric Warren Singer and Christopher McCary. Story by Peter Craig and Justin Marks. And Women Talking, screenplay by Sarah Pauly. Mm-hmm. I put that this was really tough for me. I, it was kind of between Women Talking and All Quiet on the Western Front for me. Yeah. Um, but I ended up choosing that I think Women Talking will win. I want Women Talking to win. And I think All Quiet's going to win. I don't know. It probably is. I, I truly See, for wish. me, I, I get mixed up between bias of what I want to win and what I think. Because I'm like, I'm like, this should win. It was good. I liked it a lot. Like, it should really, yeah. like, I think it should really win. It's going to win. <laughs> That's how my brain works when I do this. No, I really want women talking to win. As you talked in the podcast, I think it was just, uh, I actually listened to that podcast again because I posted it today, um, which is recording on Wednesday, on Women's, International Women's Day. Um, and yeah, 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 I, and I got it in and I was like, oh, (laughs) like this movie truly has, it was exceptional. And I really am glad that it was nominated for best picture and I'm glad it was nominated for best adapted screenplay. So, um, I got, I really, if it wins, I'd be very happy because it's incredible. It's an incredible screenplay. So, (laughs) um, yeah for sure for sure so then we've got best original score all quiet in the western front vocal belto man i think i said that right i really think i did babylon justin Hurwitz, banshees of inna sharon carter burrell everything everywhere all at once son lux the fablemans john williams so i said i want babylon to win because that was an exceptional score and i think all quiet's mm-hmm. gonna win <laughs> Yeah, out of this entire list, definitely Babylon, Aqua, and the Western Front are the are the scores that really stuck out to me. And I did not usually a great listener of mm. score when I'm watching a movie because um, mm-hmm. I can't apparently use all my senses at once. <laughs> so, <laughs> but um, yeah, I would really like Babylon to like just oh my god, like that that score was insane. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I do think Aqua and the Western Front is going to win. That's what I put. It's just so haunting, um, and it yeah. really adds to the movie. So, I, I I hope it does. Um, not to say that the other ones don't um add to the movie because they really do, and they really create the atmosphere that you are feeling while you're watching those movies. So, it's yeah. great. All right, next up, we've got best sound. We've got All Quiet on the Western Front, Avatar: The Way of the Water. The Batman, Elvis, and Top Gun Maverick. This was really tough. Yeah. Like, I feel like all, of all these great. movies all of were amazing. so great. They're they're all just, I mean, it. they're all just the best of the best technical stuff. I mean, the fact that the Batman was nominated three times, that was, right? that's amazing. I fucking love that. Yeah. I love that shit. <laughs> but um, all in all, I think... All Quiet on the Western Front is going to win for sound. Yeah. I would really like 
the Batman to win or even Top Gun to win or even Elvis. Like 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 all these all these movies had great had great sound. Um but yeah, I think All Quiet on the Western Front's gonna win. This is where I had my my moment of overcoming what I want and what I think will win and as the same thing as you have been saying. I think Top yep. Gun maybe would win this because although All Quiet's probably gonna win because it's a war film and they always win sound. So uh Of course I do. Maybe I should have put that, but I didn't, so maybe you'll get this one and I won't, but I just thought the Top Gun sound was so good. <laughs> like and it I mean was. all it of really these was. were like you remember that Batman sequence where he's in like the Batmobile and he's like flying through all the cars on the freeway? Like that was uh, unbelievable. Like the sound and then you like you hear it before you see it. Like everything about that was was just so Don't good. Even get me started. Like it <laughs> Oh my God. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh the, all of them are really great. Oh. So Oh, it's so good. Okay. Um, best costume design. We've got Babylon, Mary Zofris, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, Ruth Carter, Elvis, Catherine Martin, Everything Everywhere All at Once, Shirley Carada, Mrs. Harris Goes to Paris, Jenny Bevan. So I said I want Black Panther to win, and I think it's going to win because Ruth won last time, and their costumes are exceptional. Ah, oh, you went with... With the logical, the logical answer, I sure did. Um, I chose that I think Elvis will win, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but I would, I would love Black Panther to win, and that, and that is, that is a serious contender. Yeah. Um. So yeah, you're probably right. Oh no, the, I'm not. The, they're really dude. good in Elvis. <laughs> you're usually more right about this than I am. No, and I mean, everything, everywhere, all at once could really snag this one as well because of the quirkiness and craziness of their costumes. Um, it really oh, is. that's true. It's great. Um, did you watch Mrs. Harris Goes to Paris? I did end up watching that, and it was very cute. It, it really was, wasn't it? It was just... It was very cute. It was exactly like Mrs. Lebanon Liz for a day. What was that? Was that what we... <laughs> Um, what Mrs. Oh. lives for a day what was what was that one? Oh, oh i don't i have no clue the i don't know what you're with, talking about oh god oh this is gonna kill lives me. for a day who lives for a day yeah it was like a part it was like a basically like an older lady and i think rachel mcadams is in it um oh mrs potter or something okay Mrs. Ped- Miss Pettigrew lives for a day. It was, um, oh. yeah, it had Frances McDormand in it. It had Lee Pace, Karen Hines. Um, Lee Pace? Yeah, it was like exactly the same kind of thing. It, yes, it had it had Rachel McAdams, or sorry, not Rachel McAdams, um, Amy Adams in it. Um, Amy Adams. Oh, I think I started, was, was, was Amy Adams the Miss Pettigrew person? No, it was Frances McDormand. Oh, oh. This came out in um, 2008. Oh. Yeah. It was like a cute little... The title sounds familiar. Yeah, like the... She's like a governess and she's never had like a fun day in her whole life. She's like in England and then she goes out... Or she's like in the the US or something and she has like a nice time out and like actually gets to dress up pretty and wear pretty dresses and stuff like that it's kind of the same thing as mrs harris goes to paris 
<laughs> and Lee Pace is in this yes, movie? Yes. Oh my I need to watch this immediately. Lee Pace. <laughs> yeah, Lee Pace. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I mean that really cute that really cute actor from from Emily oh, in Paris. From Emily was in Paris. In, yes. Was was in Mrs. Harris. And the ballerina girl was just the cutest girl I've ever seen in my life. Like how sweet was she? Um this yeah. whole movie was very sweet. I lo- I mean I loved also that um uh what was her name? Uh god, the the French actress that's like very highly regarded is also in this movie um this is harris French. oh the lady that played like the director the directress yes it's um isabelle hubert mm-hmm. she is like a pretty famous french actress um and she was like the kind of you know snooty uptight uptight lady. yeah but like it was a sweet movie and the cost and the in the the costumes the uh yeah they were amazing the, just the Dior dresses were oh, were so pretty. For. I wish, I wish things still looked like those things. Like <laughs> they were my so goodness! Expensive. <laughs> oh my goodness! Like yeah. oh god! It's a really good escape movie, and it, I watched it on the plane. So yeah, it was very cute. So um, did like, is it your turn? Yes, it is. It's my oh, turn. Oh, okay. Um. Best Actress in a Supporting Role, the nominees are Angela Bassett in Black Panther Wakanda Forever, Hong Chao in The Whale, Carrie Condon in The Ban- the Banshees of Inna Sharon, Jimmy Lee Curtis in Everything Everywhere All at Once, and Stephanie Sue in Everything Everywhere All at Once. And oh my god, I haven't picked one yet. I'm trying to pick right now. Jesus. Okay. Um, so this this one I has think... a lot of good choices. This is a god, really hard one so to hard. pick because as we talked about all these women, these lovely women in all of their movies this year, they all deserve this. <laughs> so it's really hard. <laughs> um, I don't know why, but my but my gut is telling me to go with um Carrie Condon as as who will win. Oh, I don't know why. Okay. But I'm doing it. Oh, you're gonna chaos! Chaos, take over! Chaos, <laughs> take over me. <laughs> um, I want Angela Bassett to win, and I think she's gonna win. I know. I'm like, I'm like, I have to. I should just pick Angela. Bassett. <laughs> I just feel like everybody who's who's on the ballot is just gonna see Angela Bassett, and they're gonna be like, all these other people are really great, but Angela Bassett. I mean, come on, it's Angela. I almost Bassett. picked Jamie Lee Curtis too. Like at, at first, I had Stephanie Stephanie yeah. Sue highlighted. Yeah. <sighs> These are these these are all really good. Like these, like Dude, all these. I love Tom Chow. So good. I was like, I just. She was so good. Like I would love her to win. I honestly, I would love any of these ladies to win. Also, they're the, all amazing. The variety of like non-white people in this is fantastic. Like, thank you. Love that. <laughs> love that. Love that. It's great. Um. Okay. So the best actor in a supporting role. Brendan Gleeson in The Banshees of Inner Sharon, Brian Tyree Henry in Causeway, Judd Hirsch in The Fablemans, Barry Keegan in The Banshees of Inner Sharon, and Kihoi Kwan in Everything Everywhere All at Once. Now, this one was also hard because I wanted Brian, Brian Tyree Henry to win, but um, I also really want Kihoi Kwan to win, and I think he will win. Honestly, his underdog status is becoming a massive sweep. And this guy deserves it, as I just saw the movie again. So, 
Yeah, I also put him as well. Um, I would also really love Brian Tyree Henry to win. Um, who who was Judd Hirsch in the Fablemans? He was, was the that? uncle, the like weird uncle the that rips uncle? his shirt. <laughs> yeah, because he's in morning. The uncle? Yeah, the uncle. Yeah, one the one scene uncle. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I went with uh, I went with. Uh, Kihua Kwan. <laughs> yeah. I think he's going to win. I think so, too. And, like, the, the the tears that will roll down my face when he wins this Oscar. It's going to be epic. Oh, it's going to be good. It's going to be so good. Yeah. Get ready, eyeballs. Get ready to cry. <laughs> Come on. Come on. Come on. Get ready. <laughs> All right. Next up, we've got lead actress. I'm sorry. Best actress in a leading role. Oh boy! Lead actress in a lead lead actress in a, in a best role. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Here we go. I'm like uh, sweating. Oh my god! <laughs> sweating. This is stressful. Get it together. Picking these people it is, is stress- so stressful. God damn it! Oh. Well, just oh, oh. I was gonna, I was gonna make you feel better and be like, don't worry. From here on out, I have all of them picked. I don't. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. Okay, here we go. Best actress in a leading role: Kate Blanchett in Tar. Ana de Armas in Blonde, Andrea Riseborough in Two Leslie, uh, Michelle Williams in The Fablemans, and Michelle Yeoh in Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. And I pick that I think Michelle Yeoh will win, and I want her to win. Yeah. That's it. So I want Michelle Yeoh to win. But I still am holding out. I think Kate Blanchett's gonna win, and I I really do want Michelle Yeoh to win. So if she does win, I will be very happy. Um, I just still think that Kate Blanchett has a real skin in the game with this. Like the two of them are neck and neck in my head. So um... yeah, yeah, that's that's yeah, that's probably how I see it too. Kate Blanchett was really good in Tar. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> It's really hard. It's really, it's, I I mean, these, these big ones, I like my teeth chatter when we're watching the TV. Like I just, I get so stressed. Oh my God. chatter. Like, you know. Okay. Okay. Best actor in a leading role. Oh my God. Austin Butler in Elvis. Colin Farrell in The Banshees of Inisherin. Brendan Fraser in The Whale. Paul Mezcal in Aftersun. Bill Nye in Living. And we didn't get to watch Living, unfortunately, because we could not find it anywhere and we didn't have time to see it in theaters. So sorry, Bill Nye. I'm sure it's great. Um, so I put that I want Austin Butler to win and I think he's going to win. Mmm. a good one. Uh, this was the one I, I hadn't highlighted yet, but while you were reading, I highlighted Paul Mescal. Mm. So that's who I think is going to win. Okay. Do I know who's do I do I have an opinion? Uh, I'd be happy if any of these guys won, honestly. Yeah. Um, but uh, Austin Butler would be pretty great too. That'd be that'd be a really great win. Um, for him. Go our listen, boy Austin. Go listen to our Elvis podcast. I think that Austin Butler gives the best performance, like in a decade. Like his performance is honestly one of the most insane things I've ever seen in my life. So if you have like time to go watch Elvis, it is. Uh, I you have three and a half hours. Go watch Elvis. 
It's a very enjoyable movie, but also Austin Butler. I mean, what? So anybody else in this category is fantastic. If you go listen to our podcast about them, again, Paul Mezcal, Bay, just beautiful, gorgeous, depressed dad. Um, Go go listen to our After Sun podcast. Very, very well acted, depressed dad. Very good. It makes me. It makes me. I'm going to start crying just thinking about it again. So, all right. Oh goodness. Okay, let's move on. All right, we've got best directing, and the nominee and the not. Whoa, and the nominees are (laughs) the Banshees of Inner Sharon, Martin McDonough, Everything Everywhere All at Once, Daniel Kwan and Daniel Scheinhart, Scheinhart, uh, The Fableman, Steven Spielberg, Tar, Todd Field. Triangle of Sadness, Ruben Osland. And uh, I pick that I think everywhere, everything everywhere all at once will win. Same. Um, I think it was a close thing for me between the Fablemans with Steven Spielberg and everything everywhere all at once. I did pick everything everywhere all at once, but I I also think that Steven Spielberg could possibly win this. Um, yeah, that's, yeah, that's kind of where I'm at too. It just, they're all great. They're all great. Okay, the but last... It's, it's Steven Spielberg. He's... Yeah. Oh, God, the last one. All right. Did you pick this one? I did, I did. This is probably one of the first ones I picked. Yeah. Um, weirdly, this year, picking this one was not hard. I have been um, pretty convinced of this for uh, months now. So the nominees for Best Picture are All Quiet on the Western Front, Avatar, The Way of Water, The Banshees of Anna Sharon, Elvis, Everything Everywhere All at Once, The Fablemans, Tar, Top Gun Maverick, Triangle of Sadness, and Women Talking. Um, we have watched all these movies and we have episodes on all of them, so go listen to them. I think that Everything Everywhere All at Once will win this Oscar. <gasps> really yeah okay i i want i for 100 percent, 100 million bajillion percent want everything ever all at once to win mm-hmm. but unfortunately i think that the fablemans will win oh no really i i think so just because it's about movies and steven spielberg and mm-hmm. and they always pick the one i don't want to win they always do they always do alessandra <laughs> that is so disappointing dude we didn't even like talk about last year's bullshit like the fact that coda won like that's not a bad movie but like truly that was the best movie of the year are you fucking kidding no the the fact that they chose that last i was like what like <laughs> absolutely not the screenplay was like mediocre at best like come on are you fucking kidding me (laughs) if if i am wrong and everything ever all at once wins i will be truly shocked because i really i don't think it's gonna win even though i really want it to win so just because you think that the fablemans has a little bit of a leg up because it's more traditional is that is that why well, you always talk about how the Oscars loves movies about about movies, and like everyone's been talking about the Fablemans. Like everybody, they're like, "Oh, Fablemans, Steven Spielberg, best work." Yeah, blah blah blah. And then, then, then. It's really and true. I don't think it is. 
but but it's always the one that I like don't really want to win. So that's why I think it's gonna be the family. <laughs> I don't I would I would I would love any yeah. other movie on this list to win over the Fablemans. Yeah, yeah. No, I get that for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry I'm speaking so aggressively about this, but like like I didn't like the Fablemans that much. That's why I I think it's gonna win. <laughs> yeah. Oh uh, no, I I feel you. I really feel you. <laughs> well, we'll have again, to see we on Sunday. Know, we won't know until we know. Yeah, we won't know until we know, dude. So I mean, that's how it goes. Um, all right, I added a little snub section. Same. You, I bet we're gonna have did, some some doubles here. My my list is very short. I didn't have a chance to to look up all the all the snubs because I'll just I also just feel like I haven't watched a lot of the movies that had come out last year like yeah. like my movie game was was off last year i was i barely saw anything um so kind of the ones i have on here is uh i think a, a pretty big snub and what we talked about in women talking already is a best director nomination for sarah Polly. we yeah. think that's that's a pretty big one and any of the actresses getting nominated yeah for i wrote it. literally all the actresses from women talking. i literally said any of the women in women talking <laughs> <laughs> i know oh that was like oh god so bad um and another actress nomination that should have been nominated over michelle williams to be honest is daniel dead deadweiler from till um we didn't watch mm -hmm. that movie but i can tell you right now she probably gave a performance that was more interesting probably than than michelle williams in Fableman, so. So probably i could not stand michelle williams another reason why i didn't like the family mm. <laughs> i didn't like michelle williams character yeah oh my god okay um yeah i definitely need to watch till i i need to add that i need to need to make an effort to watch that one um and then i kind of just have a couple i had a uh, strange worlds and and bad guys on here for snubs against a animated film yeah i also added to that list lightyear and wendell and wild as well oh lightyear oh and wendell and wild yeah so definitely That's a lot true. of really good animated films came out this year and we talked about all those movies we actually didn't talk about the bad guys but still and strange world we still have to watch that um but it's just like crazy that like i started it <laughs> we have like i mean I, I don't know why they were picked but there's a reason i mean we talked about this in the in the animated one. Oh my god, Marcel the Shell. Oh my god, so I fucking love that movie. Jesus Christ, <laughs> just I was just thinking about it. I gotta watch it again. Gotta love it. Um, yeah, I really hope it wins. So another <laughs> one that we talked about in the After Sun podcast was After Sun for Best Picture and Best Director because truly, oh, yeah. that movie was so good and like I, I think it extended past the you know let's like compare it to something like we watched recently to leslie indie movie um you know pretty standard indie structured film pretty good ending good best performance right i yeah. think as a movie though like after sun is is incredible like it has something that no other movie has has had in a long time and it has a for sure a genuine beauty to the screenplay so um just everything about that should have been nominated for more than just paul um 
And then For I sure. also put the women, the woman king, as we had discussed that oh, movie, yeah. Viola Davis, or the costumes from that movie. Um, you know the uh, screenplay, like anything, the director, the like the movie itself. Like I thought that movie was incredible, and we really just like got none in in this like no representation whatsoever so you know at least yeah, like at least like like screenplay screenplay and like and like best act like yeah viola davis definitely should have been nominated yeah it insane was, it was crazy truly like to me was a real standout movie this year um so you know if movies like top gun maverick and you know like the uh, Elvis and Avatar and everything can get nominated. Like, why couldn't, why couldn't that one? And in Batman, you know, like it was, it was very good. So yeah, I mean, does there have to be a limit on how many nominations there can be? Like, I mean, I think so. I think you can only have like five, and then like for the, um, the best picture, it's it's like ten. Is it always ten? Um, well, it used to be less, and they started doing 10, you know, like 10 years ago. Hmm. When you and I started watching, remember, I think the first year they did 10 was when we made those Oscar cookies. Remember when we did that? Mm-hmm. And I think that was the like, 2009 Oscars? Or like, I mean, do Oscars? I think After Sun should have been on here over Avatar The Way of the Water? Completely. Like, Avatar didn't need to be nominated for Best Picture. I'm sorry. I'm not sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean the people who vote for these things are in the in the business, so they have their reasons. And like and and again, like Top Gun was really good. Obviously, one of my favorite movies from last year, but do I think it should have been nominated for best picture? No, like we could have given that spot to something else. Like, <laughs> like I this disagree. Was such a weird... I fucking love Top Gun. <laughs> So do I, dude. But like, that movie was unbelievable. It was so good. <laughs> it was okay. Fine, Top Gun can stay, but Avatar could leave. I know. I uh, so yeah, that was my favorite movie of the year. I think we kind of are in our year wrap up now. Like, so many good movies this past year. All of these best picture movies are are really fun and really interesting and. Um, you know, we. I have to look. I have to look at all the movies I watched last year and, and pick my favorite one. Yeah, um, probably Top Gun. It was just, I'm just gonna say it's Top Gun. <laughs> I I mean, everything everywhere all at once was definitely up there, and Elvis too. Like, oh, for sure. Both both those I really loved. You know, I did really enjoy Avatar. I really did enjoy the Banshees of Sharon as well. Um, but Top Gun, my God, like truly had me like i just i i don't know what was going on in, in our lives at that point and then i saw it again and i was like fuck man this movie's amazing <laughs> i just i was in i was in a point in my life and top gun really filled that it filled that whatever a void an emptiness yeah. to the heartache i don't know whatever it was top gun filled it because my my soul needed it at that time yeah okay <sighs> um yeah, I mean, worst film oh. of the year was definitely Pinocchio, as you all know. Um, the not Guillermo del Toro version, but the Disney Plus version. I hated that movie more than anything I've ever seen in my entire life. Um, so I guess that's kind of funny. 
Dude, I was gonna. I was gonna say Blonde was the worst mm. movie of the year. Pinocchio I hated. I actually hated that movie with a passion. Yeah, you know, I if, feel if it. I if if I if if I had to if I was like in a room stuck to a chair, yeah. being tortured, and they're like, yeah. you have to watch, you have to rewatch either Pinocchio or Blonde. Yeah, I'm fucking watching Pinocchio, dude. I'm fucking watching Pinocchio. <laughs> it's because you're not seeing like horrific things going on yeah i i get i get that in hell i'm ever ever making my eyes watch that movie ever again (laughs) my poor eyes Uh, my poor eyes alessandra yeah for sure goodness gracious okay okay oh man all right well everybody that that was we have to say yeah that was all of our nominees um they were all really great this year um except for blonde but anna jarmus is great so um, if Anthemus <laughs> was really good, I'm gonna try to say the outro. Are you ready? Oh, really? Okay, go ahead. Oh shit! I I listen to you do this all the time, and I just all right. If you like this podcast, you can find us on various social medias. We have Facebook, Instagram, and. IMDB, where you can rate us. <laughs> what? Alessandra. <laughs> we do have an what IMDB, actually. What is this flow you're doing? <laughs> um, oh, you're good. You're good. Keep going. And uh, please, you can rate and comment and subscribe on there. We're also on Acast, Google Podcasts, anywhere you find your podcasts. Um, Apple Podcasts. And you can also email us at allbythepopcornpodcast at gmail.com. Um, and yeah, we're all, we also have merch. So if you go check that out, you can find some fun new stuff. I'm going to put up our Down Abbey stuff in the coming week. So stay tuned for that. Oh my God, I'm so excited, Alessandra. You have no idea. It's going to go want a up. Breakfast Club shirt so bad. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> Mm-hmm. so that's gonna be coming <laughs> and um we love your comments questions anything suggestions to our email um and yeah thanks for listening everyone what a perfect way to end this this hot mess of a of a podcast <laughs> <laughs> john i tried my best okay God. You did great, Elsa. You did great. You did really great. Uh, yeah. Check us out. Bye. Talk to you later. Bye. <laughs>